All right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Unprepared. Today, I welcome to the show another Columbus, Ohioan, I guess is how we would say that, uh, from our rainy city for the last couple of days. Uh, Kyle Asperger is joining me from Studio 301. How are you doing today? Good, man. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me, Chase. Oh, yeah. No problem. Uh, so this is going to be a fun one. So Kyle actually isn't, isn't much in the e-commerce space as most of my guests and audience are, which is awesome. I want to branch out a bit more because I feel like um, people of different specialties have a lot to bring to the table and offer to people in the e-commerce space. A lot of the tactics and st- stuff that you're going to do translate all over the place. It doesn't have to really be your specialty or niche. Uh, so that's why I'm excited to talk to Kyle today. So Kyle, for people that are unfamiliar with uh, Studio 301, kind of explain what you guys do over there and how you help people. Sure. Um, we're... Well, Studio 301, it's a, a, a creative house. Um, and we like to kind of really integrate with companies as like their marketing and like brand strategy arm, so to speak. So we, you know, oftentimes help out companies that have been around for a bit, um, but they don't have, you know, the internal team or uh, resources available to create whatever it is that they need to really get their message out there. Um, You know, and especially times like this where, uh, you know, people have already reached out saying, uh, you know, I, through COVID, I know we're not really supposed to focus on this, but you know, for companies alike, it's, just, it's a driving force of change, mostly because, you know, they had a very, like, in-person setup previously, and now they're saying, like, well, you know, since we can't really, you know, cater to people here in person, then we have to completely switch to, you know, digital scheduling or, um, you know, reach out and connect with people on, you know, more uh, regular basis through email, Instagram, um, you know, all these different platforms, just ways to connect with people. Um, and, you know, these aren't typically, um, you know, this is like in like automotive, uh, you know, car shops and, you know, stuff like that, like things that won't typically reach out to people in such a digital manner. Um, and, you know, it's because of COVID that, all right, now's the time to make that change. Yeah. So I know one of the things that you help a lot of businesses with is content creation. And I know on our side of things, we can see literally a line drawn in the sand between businesses that focus on content creation and kind of the trajectory of what that's going to do for them to businesses that uh, kind of skirt content creation and focus on other avenues, um, especially with paid media and paid social. Like, There's a world of difference between brands that are producing a lot more content and brands that aren't how does that kind of translate over into like other markets there's a way that it can translate for everybody um the translation may be different there's no like at least in my mind there's no kind of cut and dry solution um i'm a very kind of custom solution oriented individual um and you know there are a lot of shops that can say like all right well you know there's a general formula and yes that is true um but you know it's the different pieces that are kind of tacked onto that formula that really can define, you know, the way that a brand or an individual is really speaking to whoever their like end user base actually is. Um, and content creation, it's just like, you know, a quality, quality, quality is kind of king that, you know, you see like, especially like you were talking about like LinkedIn earlier. Um, you know, this is like one of those places that you see so much stuff out there on a regular basis and, nothing stands out as being extraordinary or like even remotely interesting as far as I'm concerned. So, you know, it's a matter of, all right, 
how do we sort of step outside that box, but, you know, draw people in that way by... I'm a big fan of authenticity. Um, and you know what? I actually will probably take an opposite approach from you, which is fine. These are just you know our opinions. But I believe uh, quality is important. But at the same time, it's like the first blog post you write isn't going to get you a million visitors. It's you know it's it's getting that system built and getting in the rhythm of producing content. I believe uh, content of any sort. Uh, I believe is probably a, the more important funda- fundamental system in your business than uh, you know waiting for the most perfect piece of content before you release it. So I don't know. I, that's just my opinion. And well, yeah. along with the quality, consistency is the like the critical thing that you know yeah, if you yeah. don't keep up with your you know engaging with your audience on whatever the platform is, then you know you're not going to be top of mind. It's kind of as simple as that. Um, so yes, I, I, I do entirely agree with that. Going back to the quality piece, though, um, especially for people now, uh, you know, I guess a lot of people are now working remote. Uh, they may not have access to a studio. What are some ways that uh, DIYers or younger brands that can't afford uh, to work with partners like us? Like, what what are some ways that they can up the quality of their content? Give me an example of a. Uh, you know, potential client, so to speak. Sure. Let's let's talk about you know just like a, a local, not local per se, but a, an up and coming uh, apparel brand. There's a lot of those out there in space, uh, producing you know custom t shirts and pantalones per se. You know, just clothing brand. Yeah. <laughs> Try out my pantalones. Um, yeah. I mean, again, like the you know quality and consistency, like that is a. They're two hard things to consistently maintain. Um, especially, you know, without the resources of other teams and, uh, you know, creative geeks to really sort of like drive that train. Um, you know, a lot of it really just comes down to like, uh, you know, if you're just trying to get the, uh, like apparel out there, um, you know, in a way that makes sense, like, you know, be your own model, you know, snap a few selfies on your phone. Like don't take it in your like, you know, busy kitchen or something like that. Like, you know, where there's distracting elements around there. Um, like, you know, me, I have like a big backdrop that I'm sitting in front of for this, but like, you know, not everybody's going to be able to squeeze this into their living room or, you know, basement or something like that. But, you know, it's as simple as just find a naked wall and, you know, keep it clean, keep it simple make the product kind of up close and personal. And then, you know, just add whatever it is that your flavor is. And that's how people that will kind of really tack onto the brand. You don't know that that's like what you just said was a very very delicious piece of con- that's like the golden nugget of like how to just get started with producing good photos of your product is keep it simple keep the product front and center and then add your flavor uh, I see like a lot of brands uh, you know that flavor comes in the form of kind of whatever market your product exists and it's like other ancillary products that might. Uh, kind of be in that world. Uh, for example, like with like weightlifting, uh, like ex- uh, apparel for like weightlifting or, or working out, like you'll often see sometimes splashed in in the corner of a photo or something would be maybe like a, a weight or uh, or like a water bottle. Like these are these are uh, accessories that exist in that world and in that space to help Some make texture. Connection. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's that's a great piece of advice. Um, is there anything that I forgot to ask you about today that you think would uh, would be useful for the people listening or watching? Um, 
I mean, I'll just, I'll speak from my own experience and that like, you know, during COVID, especially the client work sort of like, you know, uh, naturally just kind of dipped down a bit. Um, and so not only has that one sort of ushered in a little bit more free time, which has been nice to just enjoy quite honestly for, you know, people like us that are inherently workaholics. Um, but you know, also utilizing that time to, uh, look inward and whether that's, you know, quite simply just reflecting by yourself with yourself or, you know, finding the friends, finding the mentors to, you know, keep you accountable. You know, I, I took 10 weeks, 10 different sessions, uh, going back and forth with a business coach to, you know, work through the, the mission core values, uh, you know, vision statement for studio 301. And that's all stuff that, um, you know, I would not have otherwise been able to do it by myself. So that's where, you know, really enlisting, uh, that individual helped enormously. Um, and you know, now's the time, you know, uh, hopefully you're healthy, but if you look inward, you do the work, then, you know, that's the way to bring the business to a healthier level by the time that everybody gets out of this. Yeah, that's that's a great thing. Like if you can't do certain things within your business, use the time wisely now. Effort in is going to be exponential on the other side of it. Uh, if people are in the future looking to kind of up that quality uh, with their content, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, we are uh, studio301.org. Um, and there we have updated projects, case studies, and then there's a contact us. Uh, it's as easy as just shoot me an email and then, you know, we'll hop on a uh, no strings discovery call. And if we can help, great. If not, then, you know, hopefully I can connect you with somebody that can uh, better suit your needs. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Chase.